Use your loyal customers to improve your new customer acquisition, which could be the seed that starts your influencer or affiliate campaigns. You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this marketing-focused podcast. If you're not familiar with our format, each month we focus on a different marketing method, and each week I interview a different marketing method expert to explore the latest advice on making that marketing method work for you. This month is all about loyalty marketing. So how to make your customers more loyal and how to make more cash, more profit out of them when they become more loyal. Last week, we got into the obvious and very powerful topic of loyalty programs. Yes, points mean prizes. But for me, loyalty marketing isn't just about customer retention. There's also a lot of opportunity in encouraging your loyalty customers to bring in your new customers. So today, we're going to be talking all about referrals. That's incentivizing your customers to do things they're probably going to do anyway in terms of telling more people to come and buy from you in the first place. We are getting into the nuts and bolts of how to do this, at what stage in your business to consider it, what it might lead on to in terms of influencers and affiliates. Uh, We are talking about what sort of incentives to use, how to make the program successful, and just an awful lot more. Uh, We're going to meet today's guest expert in just a moment, but before we do, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS marketing platform that helps you send messages like an e-commerce expert, even if you're just getting started. Create your free account at klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with loyalty marketing expert, Raul Galera. Raul spent the last five years at Referral Candy, helping e-commerce brands turn the loyalty they've built with their existing customers into a new customer acquisition channel. Hello, Raul. Hey, thanks for having me. That's great to have you on the show. How did you get into this world of loyalty marketing? Well, I got uh, first introduced to, uh, to it when I joined Referral Candy, uh, which was five, five years ago. Back then, I was uh, working in sales and business development um, for a company that was in a kind of totally different uh, environment. Uh, we were actually uh, selling recruitment services to startups. I was, I was looking for a career change, and I actually came across Referral Candy. And one of the things that kind of stood out was... Uh, the idea that this was a tool that was leveraging customers to create loyalty and also to acquire new customers, so kind of like using your own customer base uh, as an audience to build on top of that. And so I, I uh, eventually uh, ended up reaching out to the CEO directly, um, just uh, via cold email, and told him that I wanted to work with them. And uh, kind of the the rest is is history. Very cool. So, you, so you you know, it's, as we know, many people don't. You know, many businesses don't get as far as doing loyalty marketing. So I guess that's why the first time you got involved was when you started working in the industry was because so many companies just don't get around to doing this loyalty piece. I think so. I mean, I feel like a lot of businesses kind of have a good understanding of the importance of keeping customers around. Uh, so in my previous role, I was in charge of uh, acquiring customers. And obviously it was good for me to retain those accounts in order to be able to 
you know, obviously get new business from them down the line. So if they had recruitment needs down the line, they would reach out to me and, and they wouldn't go with a competitor. But the reality is that we didn't really have a structure in place to uh, increase customer loyalty, right? We were just kind of, I mean, staying in touch with them and kind of hoping that they would come back to us whenever they had needs. But um, it's true that we didn't have any sort of system in place. And I Unfortunately, I think that that's also the case for a lot of companies, not just obviously uh, in the e-commerce world, it's probably a little bit more structured. We have a lot, a lot of tools uh, to keep your customers engaged. But outside of that, I think uh, it's a little bit more complicated for a lot of businesses to kind of figure out what's the best way for them to retain their existing customers. Yeah, and I often feel it's something which we, we pay a lot of lip service to. You know, but we don't necessarily, you know, we know it's important, but we don't necessarily get around to it. You know, it's that task that keeps getting nudged to next week, to next week, to next week. But hopefully our conversation is going to persuade more people to stop pushing it back and to get on with it right now. Because I really do think it's a, it's a huge opportunity as we come out of the pandemic to start taking advantage of what's essentially sitting right in front of us and ready to be made use of. So we are here to talk about referral programs. So acquiring those new customers from uh, the recommendations of our existing loyal customers. So why, why should an e-commerce brand have a referral program? Why should it be high up on their list of things to be doing right now? Well, first of all, because if you already have a somewhat successful e-commerce business, you are already getting referrals. The good thing about uh, word of mouth, uh, I guess referral marketing, but before that word of mouth is the fact that it happens organically. Um, if you have happy customers, if you have a good product, if you have a, an overall good purchase experience, your customers are going to be happy and your product is going to come up in conversations with their friends or it's going to come up in uh, something that they're going to post on social media. Or if they have a blog, they might write about it on their blog or, or they might uh, create a video about it on, on YouTube, whatever it is. We have multiple channels right now. But a lot of customers are going to be just incentivized to talk about your brand and your product just because they love it so much. And we, we love talking about things that we that we do. And, and obviously, um, purchasing online, it's one of the things that we do on a regular basis now more than ever. So it's it's about building on top of that. So referral marketing, what it does is that it, it, it creates incentives and it also creates a system to basically notify your customers and, and kind of keep them informed about the referral program so they are incentivized to refer even more. So they're incentivized to do something that they were already doing before, but also if you don't have any sort of like referral marketing system in place, it's kind of hard for the brand to figure it out how many of these new customers are coming from referrals and you know who are your best customers and, and the customers that are referring the most friends and all that. So it's really about building on top of something that you you probably already have as a successful business. And then, so that's that will be kind of reason number one. Reason number two, in my opinion, it's because it's one of the most uh, cost-effective ways to acquire new customers. Um, if we compare it to, you know, obviously online ads or or you know even SEO, which is something that it's 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 going to take a long time to eventually become a major customer acquisition channel. If you can leverage your own customer base and you reward your customers every time they refer a friend, you are not only acquiring customers on a pay 
best based on performance type of way. Uh, you're only spending money or you're only giving out discounts when you actually get a new customer, when you actually get new revenue into your business. Uh, but at the same time, you are rewarding existing customers for those referrals. So you are also engaging those customers. You are possibly giving them a reason to come back to your store and buy again from you. So it's kind of win-win-win situation. The the customer's happy uh, because they got a discount for referring a friend. The friend's happy because they got a discount that they can now use on their, 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 their first purchase. And the brand's happy because they are able to acquire a new customer for a lot cheaper. And, uh, and, and it also makes sure that the existing customer that made the referral is going to stick around for a while. Two excellent reasons there. And I love the fact it's kind of got this um, this virtuous circle of everyone becomes happy. You know, the existing customer, the new customer and the brand, everyone's winning in this process. But it's, and it, it's something which I know a lot of retailers simply do by chucking a refer a friend card in a parcel, you know, give this discount to a friend. But of course you can't, it's very, very hard to track all of that and very hard to reward the existing customer. So at what point should a business be moving beyond the just asking the customers to do a referral via that kind of basic postcard method to something they can actually track and legally track from a privacy policy, you know, and GDPR and all of those those types of things as well. At what point should they be moving on from the basic option to some the basic slightly kind of like organic plus, I suppose, option to something more robust? Keeping in mind that the answer that I gave earlier um, in terms of having a good product, having happy customers, that has to be the baseline. So that has to be in place. So whether you are a startup with a handful of orders per month to a, a, to, to a brand that has been around for you know several years and has thousands of orders per month. So regardless of the stage of, of the company, those things have to be in place. You have a good product, mm-hmm. you have happy customers. Uh, that's kind of the baseline that you can build on top of that. Now... It's never a bad time in the sense that, um, you know, if you're a startup and you're you, you're kind of like getting your business off the ground, a referral program can help you uh, acquire those those first customers kind of based on the, the the interactions that your existing customers are going to have with, with their friends. Now, it's going to take a lot longer uh, for that referral program to take off and to become kind of a major customer acquisition channel, um, or it's, it's going to be harder also to to kind of see referral sales happening um uh, and, and that's definitely not going to be the case with a brand that has been around for a while that has a lot more customers a lot more orders on a daily basis and essentially a lot of customers that can be enrolled into the referral, the referral program um, on a regular basis uh, at the end of the day this is a numbers game and so the more customers that you can have in your program the more customers that are going to actually go out and and share the referral link with our friends. And obviously the number of friends will also be bigger, which at the end of the day, it's what brings new revenue. If you're a startup and you don't have that many orders per month, it's going to take a lot longer to to see those those initial sales coming in. So it's really a matter of um, kind of having some expectations in mind and kind of based on the stage of, of the business. And just keep in mind that if you're a startup and if you have that, if you don't have that many customers in your customer base at the moment, it's going to take a lot longer. I love that, that, you know, it was like kind of, we were taking for granted that the customers had to be happy, but I'm so glad you pointed out that actually, if your customers aren't happy, don't do this, make them happy first. Because of course, otherwise it's, it's, it's not going to work. You've got to have that loyalty that you've built by, you know, building a good relationship with the customers. Yep. But then I, I I like the point you're making around how 
whatever point you put in place a easy to use, easy to track system that rewards everybody in the process, this, you know, it will have an impact and that impact will only grow as the number of customers grows. And of course, the sooner you put it in place, the sooner it will help you get new customers. But of course, it's only going to operate as a percentage of your overall number of customers, overall number of sales. So the impact is bigger if you wait. Or the the, you know, the the impact of the week you go live is bigger if you wait, but the impact over time is bigger if you do it sooner. Yeah, exactly. Um, and actually, one thing that we uh, recommend brands to do whenever they launch a referral program is to notify their past customers about the referral program. Typically, the way that customers get enrolled into a referral program, it's by having some sort of post-purchase interaction, usually an email, or it could also be a, a pop-up. But it's it's after the purchase that they get automatically invited to join the referral program. But obviously, if you have thousands of customers that had bought from you in the past, let's say, you know, six months, and they're probably not going to make another purchase anytime soon, it means that you have happy customers, you have People that have bought from you in the past that are probably happy with the products they 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 bought that are not going to hear about your referral program until they buy again. So one thing that we always recommend is to make sure that those customers that have bought from you in the past are, are aware of the referral program because the fact that they have already bought from you, they've used the product, they have experience using it, that's going to make the referrals a lot richer. So when they talk to their friends and family about it, they can say, look, uh, you know, this company, they have a referral program now. This is a discount that you can get. I've been using the product for months and, and it's great. Also, because one reason why I believe that um, customers are kind of like the best salespeople that you can possibly have for any e-commerce brand is the fact that if they recommend something to a friend, they actually mean it. They're not going to recommend a product that they didn't like just because there's some sort of incentive um, in, in place, right? Nobody's going to recommend a bad product to to a friend just because they're getting $10 out of it. So um, so that's why the, 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 these referrals are, are so important. And again, if you have customers that are already experienced with your product and, and they can provide a much kind of richer recommendation, uh, you should definitely let them know about the program. Let's talk a bit about the nuts and bolts of, you know, the ideal setup here. Um, you mentioned, you know, $10 for doing the referral. What's a good level of reward for to incentivize the, the new customer and to incentivize the existing customer to make the referral in the first place? Are we talking, you said $10, are we talking, you know, $10 fixed fees? Are we talking 10%, 50%, free PMP? What, what works for the retailers as you see it? To be honest, it's 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 all over the place. We we have uh, case studies that kind of cover pretty much all all ends of the the the, the reward options that are available. Um, typically, what our merchants offer to advocates are either a discount on a future purchase, which can can be a, a percentage off or or a fixed dollar amount, or a cash, or a free product. And and like I said, I've seen. Uh, you know these rewards playing out very well for for uh, a lot of different merchants. Kind of like the the rule of thumb that we typically provide merchants with um, is the fact that if your customers are likely to come back and buy from you again, give them a discount for every friend that they refer. Uh, that way, you're not only acquiring a new customer, but you're also giving an incentive to your to your existing customers so they can come back and buy again from you. The other end, if you're selling a, a product that your customers are not going to buy anytime soon, then 
give them cash or giving a give them a free product because uh, that way uh, you know if you give somebody a discount that they're not going to be able to use in several months then you know it gets a little bit uh frustrating and so that's that's kind of like one rule of thumb. Now, in terms of actual discounts and amounts, uh, I, I mean, it really depends on what the the brand can actually afford in terms of of, of uh, margins. Uh, it really varies from brand, one brand to another. We typically recommend to go with. Um, there's there's a fine line between giving a big reward and asking a lot for it, or giving something small but often. I typically recommend to go with. A small-ish reward that can be easily achieved by by advocates. So let's say it's better to give, uh, and I'm just making up numbers right now, but it's better to give somebody a $5 discount for every friend that they refer rather than offering a $50 discount, but you have to refer 10 friends. The, the second option might get a little bit more, um, again, a little bit more tiring for customers, you know, being not being able to see the reward <laughs> anywhere in sight. So it's it's all really about kind of knowing how your customers behave and, and then figure out what what incentivizes them? We've seen brands that have offered uh, free products because they know that um, their products are they, they can be kind of a collection item, and so customers are going to be happy to get a free product if they refer a number of friends. Uh, we've also seen um, brands that, especially those that are in the subscription business, that are offering maybe like free renewals or like or like additional renewals so like next month you'll get two packages instead of one um because you refer a friend or if you refer three friends you're gonna get three boxes next month uh, instead of uh, or three additional boxes uh instead of the ones that 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 you you get so again it really depends of of what incentivizes your customers um and then one thing that i would say to kind of wrap up with, with with rewards is the sometimes it's more interesting to give a bigger discount to the friend than the existing customer because in a lot of cases and like i mentioned earlier uh your customers are going to be happy to kind of like spread the word about your product and tell their friends and family so sometimes it's about convincing the friend rather than convincing the customer to go out and refer the customer is going to be happy to tell their friends how much they love a product sometimes it's it's all about acquiring that that first customer especially if you're sure that your product it's going to be great and then they're going to love it. I've seen referral programs that offer like a, a really big discount on the friend side on new customers just because they know that the, that they after they buy from from the brand for the first time they're going to stick around for a while. I particularly love that last tip because I would have assumed that if and again I'm I am definitely picking numbers out of the air here if you were offering the if you know if you'd worked out that you needed to do 20% discount to get that new customer through the door so you're offering the friend 20% you'd need to match that for the existing customer so it's really interesting to know you can offer less to the existing customer because obviously in the e-commerce every bit of margin counts um and I also love the fact you gave us so many ideas for how we might want to incentivize our customers to do referrals and you know as you were running through them I was thinking oh that'd be perfect for that type of business or that could work for that type of business so it's really about you know under- I guess understanding your customers and what what would motivate them in relation to your brand but also understanding whether the, the playoff between what it costs you and the impact on the customer could be. And I guess you could try one and then if that then then in three months time test a different one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you can you can change rewards anytime, and that would only affect uh, future rewards. So anybody that has earned a previous reward, it won't be it won't be taken away from them. But yeah, that's something I I 
tend to recommend brands that, you know, this is not whenever they're setting up the referral program and they probably give too much thought on, on what, what the reward's going to be like. You know, I always tell them like, this is something that you can, you can test and you can change down the line if you feel like it's not incentivizing your customers enough. And on the carrying on the kind of nuts and bolts of how this all works theme, you've mentioned um, sharing a link. So I would, I would assume that's the simplest thing in the world. You give a unique link to the existing customer and that just tracks everyone who they bring back to you. So it's a really easy way to track that removes all those data privacy things I mentioned earlier, because you know, you're not really linking the data of the two people, you're just linking the referral data. Yeah, exactly. So each customer gets their own unique referral link. And the good thing about it is that they can share on 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 a text, on a group chat, um, on social media, but also if they have a blog, they can write an article about a product and then link back to it. Or if they have a YouTube channel, they can do an unboxing video and then share the referral link in the description. And we've seen a lot of brands that have been able to grow based on this, actually these last two examples, uh, kind of influencers or, or people that have kind of like an, an important following base on, on certain channels, whether it's blog or YouTube or you know, sometimes even Instagram. And they are sharing their or their experience with a product and they're also plugging the referral link in there. Um, and these people are actually really interesting too in terms of referral marketing because they are, well, first of all, they, they can be customers. They can be uh, your own existing customers. It's just that they they happen to have a good following base on, on social media. Actually, uh, one of the things that we offer merchants is the possibility to see who are your top advocates. And sometimes it's not uncommon to see that like the top three advocates have referred like 10 times more than anybody else. And when you when you dig a little deeper, you realize that these people have, they might have a blog or they might have a YouTube channel or they might be, you know, kind of famous on on on, on Instagram. And the good thing about these, these uh kind of influencers is that the same way that I mentioned earlier that when uh, somebody is selling in a way a product to a friend, the friend, it's not seeing it as a sales pitch because they know that the friend would not, you know, they, they, they don't really have like a massive incentive uh, to to make the sale. They're actually recommending the product because they, they know that the friend's going to like it. With influencers, it's kind of similar in the sense that a lot of these people have a following base because they have some sort of authority on, on something or on whatever field it is. Um, and so, it will be detrimental for them to to recommend a product that their audience is not going to like. So again, this is kind of like a, another angle on referral marketing. Uh, and we actually have a lot of clients that are running two programs at the same time, one for customers and one for kind of affiliates and influencers. And they have different types of rewards and they kind of treat them treat them a little bit differently. But the the kind of like the, the bottom line of the referral program is the same thing. And, and the kind of like the incentives for these people to go out and refer are, are, are fairly similar. I love that. So it's kind of a good way, if, if anyone's thinking of getting into influencer marketing or getting into even affiliate marketing, this is a good way to start off with your warmest possible audience. Because it's basically all three, you know, referrals, affiliates, influencers, they are all about finding people who will send traffic that wants to buy to your website. So this this is a very kind of easy non scary way way to get involved and then the you know the the high quality bits float to the top i suppose and as you say we could then create a second version that specifically for the the micro influencers we found or the affiliates i i love that kind of expansion of it i fr frankly i love anything which which makes 
where we can run multiple things through one tool. It's <laughs> never a bad thing. Um, Raul, one of the things which, which I hear, hear retailers say, hear, hear e-commerce brands say, is they get a bit nervous about sending these messages to their existing customers going, send us more business, send us more business. And they get a bit nervous about the reaction they might have. You mentioned that, that the existing customers tend to actually quite like it. So what's your, what's your advice to anyone who's feeling nervous in that arena? I mean, it, it, it's all about the relationship that you have with your with your customers and kind of what what your post purchase journey looks like for for these clients. If your customers are happy with your product, and again, you have good reviews, uh, your support team is getting you know good comments uh, or kind of like overall happy customers, or they can sense that feeling of, of customer satisfaction, there shouldn't be any problems with asking for a referral. The worst thing that can happen is that they won't do it and that's it. You know, th- th- there's really nothing negative unless your customers are not happy. So, you know, if you're, if you buy a product uh, as a consumer, if you buy a product and it's not what you expected and, and, you know, kind of like the whole experience was bad and then you get a, a referral message, then yeah, you're going to be a little pissed. But if if that's not the situation, then I would say there's not much to to fear. For for brands a little bit hesitant uh, in terms of you know how to ask for referrals, I would I would recommend to make it as honest as possible. We have I have one example that I I, I love bringing it up because it's it's in my opinion it's the best way to promote a referral program, and it's a it's a brand called Baron Fig. And they have a they have a section on on their website uh, in which they explain the referral program, and they have a note from the team explaining why they decided to launch a referral program, and it's a very short paragraph explaining you know the, the, their their own reasons behind launching a referral program. One of the things that they say is that instead of spending money on advertising, we're rather spending money on you, or we're rather give the money to you because. We know that you love our products, and you know any any referral that you make, it's going to have an impact on our small company. So that that whole that that, that transparency, and kind of like that sense of look, you know, we're I know I know we're asking for a favor, but honestly, we're happy to give you money because we're rather you know spending it on you than spending it on Facebook or or Google. I think that makes it special, and so if you can find an angle that creates a connection with your customers and you know if you are and again kind of going back to what i mentioned earlier about the 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 post-purchase journey if you are providing your customers with more than just coupon codes for their next purchase you know if you're providing them with with free content with uh uh, you know interesting content along that journey they're probably going to be happy to see that there's a referral program and that their their friends can also benefit from it so i i think it's just a matter of, of Understanding your customers, understanding what what interests them, and and just build on top of that. I love it. Right, we're going to pause now for a reminder of our sponsors, and then we'll be talking about the wider world of loyalty marketing. Do you know what the email and SMS marketing platform most frequently recommended by our podcast guests is? Yup, it's Clavio, the email and SMS marketing platform that helps you send messages like an e-commerce expert even if you're just getting started. Create your free account at klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Okay, Raul, so far we've gone deep into using referral programs 
Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of loyalty marketing. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with loyalty marketing, which of course does include referral programs. Raul, are you ready for these for these tips? Yep. Okay, then let's start with loyalty marketing newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step with loyalty marketing, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? Um, I would say the first the first thing that you can possibly do um, is to talk to your customers. If you're a small company and you have direct contact with your customer base, get the feeling of whether your customers are happy and whether your customers might potentially be making referrals already, try to look for those early signs and, and, and otherwise try to measure your uh, kind of customer's happiness. Um, one very quick experiment that you can run is to do a, a net promoters core survey. Uh, they've been around for a while. They're kind of fairly easy to, to run. And if you get a, a decent result, if you get like, you know, 80% of your customers will be willing to refer a friend, then you're probably in a good spot to, to start a program. I love that. Um, now, once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve loyalty marketing performance? Um, first of all, monitor the performance of the program. Um, as we mentioned earlier, there's going to be some testing involved in this. So keep an eye out on you know, how are your customers interacting with the referral links? Are they being incentivized to share it on, on social media or to, to sharing it with, with their friends? Uh, how many clicks are you getting from those? How many conversions are you getting from those referral links? Like maybe uh, there's a little bit of uh, tuning that you need to do on the friend offer. But yeah, monitoring, it's the, it's the number one step, uh, in my opinion, uh, because that that will give you uh, some guidance into what to do to to keep growing growing it. The data always 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 has the answers <laughs> every yep. single time. Um, okay, if someone listening wants to learn more about loyalty marketing, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? So it's it's not necessarily related to referral marketing itself, uh, but I, I read a book recently um, that kind of talks about how we are influenced and, and, and how we are incentivized as, as humans. And I think that's, that has a lot to do with how we interact with the referral programs. Uh, and it's this book called Influence uh, by Robert uh, Sildini. I hope that I pronounced the last name correctly. But yeah, the book is called Influence. And I mean, it's, it's been around for a while. It's not, it's not kind of like a brand new resource, but it gives a lot of insights into what, how we can influence uh, in this case, customers to go out and refer their friends. We talk talks about uh, incentives, and uh, again, it's not necessarily based on loyalty marketing, but I, I think it has uh, uh, some some really good angles that that marketing managers can can implement. It's a phenomenal book, and one I think anyone with any connection to anything in marketing should have to read at least once a year, because it's 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 just. Every time I read it, I'm like, whoa, I forgot about that. That's amazing. <laughs> yep. I need to do that. It's just super powerful. And lots of lovely stories in there as well mm -hmm. about the different things they've done. Anyway, uh, we're not here to wax lyrical about that book for a long time. So the last question. Finally, it is crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for in loyalty marketing? Um, so there's, there's a couple of things that I would mention. Um, well, first of all, there's one major trend that has been developing even more. It's been around for a while, but I think because of COVID, uh, they've, it's, it's been growing a lot, which is uh, customer retention. Um, it, I know it's, it, it doesn't sound like super groundbreaking, but uh, we've seen 
a lot of brands uh, focusing more and more on customer retention, kind of like shifting their focus from acquisition to to retention, because at the end of the day, it's what can you know in, affect the bottom line of your business uh, in a in a really positive way uh, in terms of how it affects your your financials and and overall the health of your of your company. So, as there's more competition in the space, as ads budget get bigger and bigger uh, and it gets a little bit more difficult to kind of like acquire new customers through channels that are a little bit overcrowded now uh, focusing on customer retention it's something that a lot of brands are are probably going to have to spend a lot more uh, resources and, and thoughts into it in, in the next few few months and then also as we kind of approach the kind of like the busiest time of the of the year you know black friday cyber monday christmas uh, one thing that i always like to to mention um, is the fact that you know, make sure that you have your kind of just post post purchase journey ready for those new customers that you're going to acquire. A lot of brands kind of overlook this this area, um, and they kind of like forget in a way uh, about customers after they hit the thank you page. So make sure that you have a, a clear journey, uh, whether it's into into kind of like a loyalty program or referral program, uh, but make sure that you have a clear path for them to to follow after that. I'm going to second that one. Any of you out there who haven't looked at your post-purchase campaign in the last three months, go and look at it now. Any of you who don't have one, build it now. Because you know, I think pretty much every business is about to have a huge influx of new customers. And if it's not hitting the right notes, you're going to miss out on repeat purchases and you're going to miss out on those referrals. So I, I love that piece of crystal ball advice. Thank you, Raul. We are now very nearly at the end of the show. So could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and Referral Candy, please? Yeah. So, um, so I'm always on, on LinkedIn. Uh, so Raul Galera, you can, can find me there. Otherwise, uh, so our, our website's referralcandy.com and then referral can add referral candy on, on Twitter and Instagram. It's where we're usually pretty active. Excellent. Nice and easy to find you guys. Well, look, Ralph, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I, I've i got really excited about a referral marketing campaign. Unfortunately, I don't quite know how I can build that into a podcast listenership. Answers to us, please. Um, <laughs> but I'll try and work it out because I, I want to go and play with one right now. Um, but look, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your expertise. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Thanks for having me. So loads of ideas there from Raoul about how to turn those beautiful, loyal customers who keep buying from you into referrers and bring us a brand new customers. Lots of things clearly to test there. I can certainly see the benefit of getting a proper system in place early on in the business because as the business grows, it will naturally grow alongside it. He mentioned um, towards the end there about net preference score. For any of you who are unfamiliar with that, with NPS, net preference score, we will put a link in the show notes on the website to where you can find kind of the the 101 on net preference score. So you can get the ins and outs of that and how to go about running it. It's super, super simple, but rather than waste your time right now explaining it, we'll put a link for those of you who, who aren't familiar with them. Uh, you can get links to everything that we discussed and the full transcript of this episode, important notes and more at keepoptimizing.com. And there you can also sign up to our monthly Q&A webinar, because as part of my mission to help you improve your marketing, I invite all of our guests every month back to join us for a live Q&A panel session where you can get your questions answered. So this month will be about loyalty, strangely enough, and you can find that and sign up for free via the website. So keepoptimizing.com and just click on the link to the webinar. There you'll also find the replays of all our past ones if you want to find out a bit more too. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, then please do check out our recent series on affiliate marketing, because I think that'll give you some really interesting ideas and some more on how um, to work out those incentives. It's episodes 41 to 44. And there was some really interesting content across those. And we kind of strayed into the world of influencers, where we're going to have a whole month on influencer marketing coming up later this year too. Please do tell your fellow marketers about the show because I'm on a mission to help as many marketers as possible to improve the performance of their e-commerce marketing. Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.